Welcome to the second series in the Wallace Foundation's Principal Pipeline podcast. I'm Lucas Held, Director of Communications at the Wallace Foundation. And we've added this second series of podcasts in order to discuss major new findings from a study of the Foundation's six-year Principal Pipeline Initiative. The multi-year implementation and effects study in the pipeline was conducted jointly by Policy Studies Associates and the RAND Corporation. And importantly, the evidence from this study of pipelines is strong enough to make pipelines eligible for federal funding under the Every Student Succeeds Act. Now, when we talk about a principal pipeline, we mean a comprehensive district-led effort to put into place four interlocking components, rigorous leader standards, high-quality pre-service principal preparation, data-informed hiring and placement, and well-aligned on-the-job support and evaluation, especially for new principals. Those four components can also be accompanied by system supports to help make pipelines work, and those include leader tracking systems and new roles for principal supervisors. Now, in prior episodes, we discussed the impact pipelines have on student achievement and principal retention, as well as how impact was measured and how pipelines are carried out. So our topic today is student achievement benefits from principal pipelines. And I want to extend a very warm welcome to my three guests. We have Susan Gates, who's a senior economist with the RAND Corporation and co-principal investigator of the final report in the study, which was released on April 8, 2019, and which assessed the effects of principal pipelines on districts, schools, and students. I'm also joined by Linda Chen, Chief Academic Officer for the New York City Public School System, which was one of six districts that participated in the Principal Pipeline Initiative, and by Wanda Luz Vasquez, Principal of El Puente Academy, a high school in New York City, and Wanda's also a coach for new principals. So thank you very much to the three of you for taking the time to talk with us today. And let's start with you, Susan. So, can you walk us through some quick headlines from the report, Principal Pipelines? Sure, Lucas, happy to do so. Um, so the report uh, looks at the effectiveness of principal pipelines. And to look at effectiveness, what we did is compared changes in outcomes in pipeline schools and in non-pipeline schools. Uh, when we say pipeline schools, what we're referring to are schools in the pipeline districts that got a newly placed principal during the time frame of our study. And there were over 1,100 such schools in the pipeline districts. We compared their outcomes to the outcomes of over 6,300 schools in non-pipeline districts that also got a newly placed principal. And what we found is those schools in pipeline districts outperformed the schools in non-pipeline districts. Um, there were positive effects of the pipeline initiative on student achievement in both math and reading when we averaged the results across all of the districts. Um, those positive student achievement outcomes were widespread um, across districts over time. Uh, they were found in both reading and math. And we also found positive effects at the elementary, middle, uh, and in math at the high school level as well. Um, it turns out that um, 
The benefits kicked in quickly for the pipeline districts. The earliest cohorts of schools that got the newly placed principals um, did have positive benefits. Uh, Susan, what kind of a magnitude, tell us a little bit about the, the, the magnitude of the um, student achievement benefits. Sure. Well, the magnitudes vary depending on what uh, what specific metric we're looking at. Um, but um, after three or more years uh, of having a newly placed principal, um, we estimate that the effects of the initiative were as large as 6.22 percentile points in reading and 2.87 percentile points in math. And um, is that a kind of a common uh, magnitude to see in district level initiatives? So that's a great question. Um, it, it turns out that uh, District-wide initiatives of this nature that are comprehensive and touch all, you know, many or, or even all schools in school districts um, often do not have any statistically significant effects, much less uh, statistically significant effects of this magnitude. Um, so, so these findings are quite notable in that regard. So, Linda, let's, let's turn to you. Uh, so, so, Susan, uh, notes that the findings are quite notable in their ma magnitude. Now, as chief academic officer in New York City, you're overseeing a vast array of academic uh, activity. What, what, what benefits are you seeing from this principal pipeline approach? Sure. So what's exciting about the research, um, and thank you for giving us an overview of that, is um, it confirms what many of us as practitioners already know, um, is that a great principle really impacts uh, the outcomes of students. So in terms of the work for our pipeline, um, I think what's central to this is mentoring. And that has been a significant um, value added for us, especially in a district or, or a system size of 1.1 million students across uh, 1,800 schools. We're grateful for the role that mentoring plays. Um, and we offer mentors to um, our aspiring principals as they're going through the program, as well as within the first two years. And we've seen that that really leads to um, being able to support a principal in newly appointed in their first years um, that can often be a lonely job. Um, and then it really is someone who is there to support you in your day-to-day -day work. So, so is, it w was mentoring kind of across the country, mentoring was, was not the norm? Was it a little more sink or swim? I think that in, in years past, certainly in the system, uh, there has been that sink or swim feeling. And what we've done is really intentionally match mentors. We also have training for mentors so that they are best positioned. Uh, we also go through a pretty rigorous process to select mentors. So they are successful leaders in their own right and also have um, the characteristics to be able to support others. Got it. Which makes me want to just take one little um, step back uh, before we talk about leader standards, which is you, you began by saying, Linda, that most folks in the district kind of knew that principals had an or felt that principals had an effect on student achievement. 
somebody might ask, why do principles have an effect on student achievement? What's, what's the mechanism? How does that happen? Because they are ultimately responsible for everything that happens in the learning environment. And I think first and foremost, um, they cultivate learning environments that advance teacher learning and development since teachers are the greatest connection to student impact. But we also know that the environmental factors are critically important in terms of the climate and culture of the school building the engagement of the community, all of those things matter, and the role of the principal ties all of those things together. Susan, did you want to add anything to that? Well, just to amplify one point, um, we, I think we all recognize the importance of teachers, um, and, and teachers are uh, often described as the number one factor, or number one school level factor influencing achievement. Um, teachers go to work every day in a school building, and the principal is their boss. And so if you don't have a good principal in that building, teachers are not going to be very happy, and, and nor are they going to be very effective. Wanda, does that resonate with you as a principal? Yes, it, it does. Um, I think as a school principal, we are in charge of leading instructional uh, development across the school, but also developing the capacity of our teachers, guidance counselors, paras, and students to, to lead in a way that is culturally responsive and that will uh, support positive student outcomes. And it requires in many ways that you're everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And so you're, you know, it's, it's a multitasking uh, to the 10th degree and then some. And I think one of the things that the leadership programs and the pipeline did for, for me and for our school uh, was to support my ability to design adult learning, to really engage in leadership theories, to really understand how to provide teachers and adults in the building with feedback. Uh, and I then had the uh, wonderful opportunity to serve as a leap mentor to folks who are now principals and assistant principals, both with within the school and throughout New York City. And so that gave us a solid group of people who understood, had a shared understanding of what it meant to be an effective school leader and also what it meant to lead within a school uh, that was committed to nurturing and inspiring leaders for peace and justice. So uh, Linda, Wanda's given an almost magical description of the work of the principal as being everywhere and nowhere. And as Susan pointed out, the person who's really setting the tone for uh, the people who go to work every day and, and do the work of teaching. Say a little bit about how leader standards play a role in guiding what uh, principals like Wanda are doing. Yes, anchoring our principal pipeline work in uh, standards or practice that are also aligned to our evaluation makes a significant difference. Um, so not only is our pipeline program aligned to those standards, but because they are paired, most of our pipeline programs include being paired with a mentor, oftentimes the principal of the school that the aspiring principal is in. So what you have is, and I've seen great examples of this this year, where as the principal is unpacking the standards of practice and setting their goals according to it and thinking about a strategy to attain and meet all those goals, that aspiring principal 
is mentored in that same process. And so together, and actually in many of our buildings, that aspiring principal is also supporting the principal and attaining those goals school-wide. So you have what you, the best of mentorship, which is actually not just a one-way relationship, but both are learning together. Really interesting. So aspirants and uh, a current uh, are learning together. Wanda, uh, I know you wanted to comment on that. Um, so go ahead, please. I, I guess I'm just nodding my head in, in complete and total agreement that I, I think as a teacher, we learn that when we teach something is when we really learn it. As a mentor, in the process of mentoring, we're both we're, we're learning and there's a reciprocal uh, relationship that's happening for the person who's being mentored and the person who's mentoring. It's a so, so what we've heard about is really the importance of that um, first couple of years that a principal is in is in a building mentoring. We've heard that as a kind of uh, dialectical relationship between uh, the mentor and the mentee. Wanda, let's turn the clock back a little bit to preparation and tell us a you because you came through the pipeline. Tell us a little bit about what that uh, preparation was like. So the preparation, I was, I went through the New York City Leadership Academy. The preparation was really intense and the program did a, a really incredible job of creating the conditions uh, that were very similar to the principalship in a sense of urgency, um, the challenges and a sense of ambiguity that lied before us. And I think in preparing us, it taught us a great deal around working with uh, and collaborating with other leaders to implement um, initiatives and programs around instruction or school restorative justice measures that were school-wide. And so in many ways, it pulled us out of the classroom and into a school setting. Um, I really walked away learning a great deal also about what was important and it was timely. So that was a year of the common core. It was a year where everything was shifting with advance and that gave me a really firm grounding and, and it was a place to step forward knowing what was immediately, uh, what we were being immediately held accountable for. I then had to figure out how to uh, implement it in our school's community and in alignment with our mission and vision. And so that required a little reflection and creative thinking to make sure that we were in alignment with city and state compliance measures, but also in what our school has always called on um, the, the measures of the heart, compliance measures of the heart for our young people. So it sounds like your pre-service preparation really gave you a set of concepts that allowed you to think creatively, diagnostically about what was needed in the school to help uh, it achieve its, its potential. Um, so let, let me turn now to, to Susan. Uh, one of the really uh, a su surprising findings to us at least was that um, high schools saw student achievement benefits in math. Um, how unusual wa was it and would you tie it to the points that um, Linda and Wanda have made about uh, uh, the, the, the mentoring for novice principals and the acquisition of kind of thoughtful set of analytic tools? Well, first of all, um, it, it is quite surprising to find effects of an initiative um, at the high school level. Um, and it, as a researcher, I was surprised to see that for, for the pipeline initiative. Um, I, I think all the points that have been mentioned already are good ones and important ones. Um, but with regard to the pipeline initiative, um, you know, an important thing to keep in mind is that 
The pipeline initiative was really focused on getting districts to think strategically about how they not only prepare, but also select and place and support principals. Um, so while certainly um, at the high school level, I would expect that better support would lead to better outcomes. Um, through our conversations with districts, it also became quite clear that districts began to think differently about how they were selecting and placing people for high school openings. Um, so uh, it, the moving into a high school principalship can be very challenging, um, and it may not be the best placement for a novice principal, someone who has never been a principal before. And so some of what we're seeing with regard to the effect of the pipeline initiative could be that districts were less likely to put brand new people in place in those instances. Linda, does that resonate with you? I think with our system being so large, there are many of those different factors. I, I would say, to speak specifically to what we've done, a lot of the work and principal preparation for us is also on instructional leadership. That's an important component. So whether it is um, a new or aspiring principal going into a position or one that's, uh, to your point, that's already uh, have a proven, a proven track record, it is um, a big part of our professional learning. And it is true that a principal has to do everything under the sun, literally. But at the end of the day, the purpose is to advance learning and instruction for every student. And that is what we really focus our efforts on. And the Office of Leadership actually sits within the Chief Academic Office, which is a little different in some other places where it sits under the line of school supervision or human capital. And so that is a, a wonderful note on uh, which to close, Linda, reminding us that um, th the main focus of this is to help all students uh, achieve uh, to, 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 to their full potential. And I think uh, just to tick off a couple of themes we've heard today, uh, we now do have evidence that this a strategic approach to developing and supporting principals can pay off uh, for student achievement. We've heard suggestions about why, because principals who are both everywhere and nowhere at the same time set the climate, support teachers in honing their craft and uh, 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 make connections with folks in the community. We've heard about the importance of pre-service training and that new mentoring uh, relationship, which is a, a two-way street, and undergirding all of them, leader standards, which unify the approach across a district. So let me uh, give a thank you uh, once again to our, our three terrific panelists, uh, Susan Gates, Linda Chen, and Wanda Luz Vasquez, thank you for helping us think more thoughtfully about student achievement and the connection to leadership.